Thanks to Manly Bands for supporting the morning stream. Manly Bands helps men find wedding bands that fit their personality and their budget with unique and stylish designs. To get 21% off your Manly Band or an upgrade, go to manlybands.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMSPM, the point is that the funny thing is... COVID testacular! Don't dox the doc. Books, they're podcasts for your eyes. F-tweak. Yelly phone rant. It really is funny this time. 25-point impact text having horse pills. It's nothing to puke over. Free sample? Making big things seem small. Read this with Amy and more on this episode of TMSPM. This is the morning stream, but it's not in the morning, it's at night. TMS PM. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's a PM edition for everyone, not just patrons today. Everyone gets mm-hmm. it because this week was so effed that we felt like we had to do a little extra something and, and I'm happy to do it. But, uh, That's right, between uh, COVID tests and doctor visits and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, you want to know the worst thing about that COVID test? So here's the deal. Let me give a quick update. Sure. I'm on antibiotics now. Started them yesterday. Uh, third pill this morning. I'll take another one tonight. Uh, it's 10 days worth. It's a sinus infection, all confirmed. Everything I thought it was, it is. Um, mm-hmm. Haven't had one of these in 15 years, so it's been a while, but there it is. And it's got nothing to do with COVID. The COVID test came back negative. Of course. All that's yeah. fine. And we talked about it on the show, I guess. But here's the problem. And I'm still a little bit annoyed by it. Part <laughs> okay. of the deal this week was if I needed to get an appointment with my doctor, they needed me to get a, a test confirmed yeah, one way or the right. other first. Right. I had to have right. COVID tests before I went in there. And some have said, well, my doctor does COVID in the... Th- I know. I understand. Everybody's different. Okay. I get it. But this office uh-huh. didn't, so they wanted me to get an outside one. So I did. Yeah, my, my GP doesn't either. I can't get a COVID test at my doctor's office right. for whatever reason. I don't think it's as common as some people are suggesting. I think you and I are more normal than they are. But uh-huh. but anyway, <laughs> so I get so I get the test. It comes back negative. That was a whole ordeal. We've talked about that, right? The, the whole running back and forth, forgot my license. Then they did the thing, had to do it myself, nearly blacked out from the pain. Waited right. way too long for the results. They took They took more than their 24 hours, they told me. Um, finally got it negative great now's the time you make the appointment with the doctor so right. I call the doctor's office I say hey I was told that I had to get this test first I'm in tons of pain here but I did what you said first and I got the test it came back negative I need an appointment oh we've got one that opened up at 8am tomorrow do you want to come in for that or 9am tomorrow 930 whatever it was I said yeah mm-hmm. that'd be great mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to have to shuffle some things around but I'll be there mm-hmm because uh, I don't want to delay it, right? I want to get this done. Let's get this yeah, over Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I go in, I cancel the show. As you guys know, there was no show as a result. Um, I went into the doctor's office. I sit down. And Dr. V, I call her. I don't want to say her real name. I don't want to violate her HIPAA. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway. You don't want to dox the doctor. <laughs> well, so I get there, and there's a pregnant lady who does all my vitals. Um not that it matters that she's pregnant. That was just a notable thing. <laughs> she's very. Is pregnant. she always pregnant? I like, don't know if always, but she was they, at least eight months pregnant. Very. When they have, when they have, eventually have their baby, do they get fired and a new pregnant lady is hired to take her place? Yeah, they swap her in, and now the now the new pregnant lady takes her blood pressure. But uh, excellent. The excellent. good news is my blood pressure was great. I have I lost weight and didn't know it. Uh, good. Good stuff all around, just for that initial checkup stuff, and and then she says, "All right, um, tell me, describe your symptoms." I told her everything. 
She leaves, and I'm waiting for the doctor. It's starting to go really long. And I'm on my phone trying to entertain myself. And I'm like, boy, I'm glad I canceled TMS because there's no way this ends before, you know, it's, it's, it's going yeah. way too if long. If it was, like, originally it was going to be an 8 o'clock appointment. You're like, I'm, I'll totally be back yeah, in time for totally TMS. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And it's a good thing I didn't because had it been then, I'd have been, we'd, we'd have canceled even more last minute than yeah. I did because they went so freaking long before I saw the doctor. She finally comes in. And she goes, I'm really sorry. And this is all fine, but this is the weirdest thing. And maybe uh, Dr. Uh, 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 Jerry Tolbert can can confirm that this maybe happens or something, but they got trolled, I guess. Here's what happened. Somebody had an appointment for 8 a.m. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> 9.30. Sorry, I keep screwing the time up because I changed it. They, they had an appointment for the time that I had it. That's why I got it because they canceled it. So I'm using okay. that slot. Well, it turns mm-hmm. out that person came in when I did and I saw them as I was in the waiting room and I went, I thought I was the only one. Well, anyway, they're there for their normal appointment and they had never canceled it. At least that's what they said. So the, <laughs> no. so they're all confused trying to figure out what's going on. So they call the number back of the number they supposedly used for the cancellation. And when that yeah. person picked up and knew it was the doctor's office, they went off on this like yelly phone rant about how masks do nothing and we're, we're all tools of the government and oh, Chinese geez. this and that and the COVID is fake and this crazy like troll anti-COVID or anti-mask, um, anti-vax thing. Yeah, yeah, just freaking yeah. out on the phone to these guys. And they were just like, oh, <laughs> what? How did they cancel <laughs> this other person's appointment? So there's all kinds of questions, right? Like why? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that's what took him so long. So they literally had to do her appointment, then me. So I basically sat there for two people's appointments worth of time. The second half was mine. It's fine because we cleared the show. We, you know, it's sure. fine. Sure. Here's the other part. No, that it's, bugs fun- me. it's funny oh, because you're experiencing, and I say it's funny. I know I'm still saying that. I'm trying not to say it. Yeah. But, uh, but this is funny, coincidental, funny that you're experiencing the same thing our hospitals are because there are anti-vaxxers in there uh, taking up all the beds. Yeah. It's hurting the people who come in for other reasons. And you just experienced that in the doctor's waiting yeah. room. Yeah, the it was almost worse because this is like a person who literally, it's like one of those people who just gets up and goes, like the middle of a concert or something, like someone's got a uh, point to make. It's like, go make it, go make it somewhere yeah. else. Do it something yeah, like else. Michael Stipe. Yeah, yeah kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So it just effed everything up. Now, here's what made it a little bit worse, and then everything got better. Okay. She says, at, or, or at one point, like, I don't know, I'm there two hours total, and maybe in the hour and a half point where, she, where I'm talking to her, it occurs to me, no one has asked about my COVID test. Mm. No one has Oh, yeah, no kidding. And I thought, now, hold on. They didn't... Wait, they, wait, did they ask when you... Um, when you made the appointment? No, because they really? did when I first tried to schedule one the other day, and they said, yeah. no, we need you to get the test first. And I said, okay, I'll do that. This one, I didn't mention it. I just said, hey, I need to get in there for whatever. And I don't know if they just forgot or if they... You know what it might be? So now the COVID test is part of your universal healthcare profile thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it'll yeah, they show probably up. were able to look it up. Yeah, yeah, so that's probably what happened. But I was still a little annoyed that they were like, do not enter without COVID test. And then when I got there, they're like, yeah, get in here. Let's take it. You know, like, I feel like they should at least acknowledge it since it was such a pain in my ass. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I'm, I'm mainly just being a baby about it. But at the end of the day, yesterday, it was great. She got me what I needed. She warned me against Flonase. 
uh, told me to try a different kind because Flonase is, you know, will come back with a vengeance sometimes. You don't want to do that. Uh-huh. Uh, do it, you know, sparingly if you're going to do it or whatever. I said, hey, how about them neti pots? How about those? They, uh-huh. I've been, I've yeah. been told those have been around for a thousand years. And she says, oh, I wouldn't do those. I said, really? She goes, yeah, instead you get the kind that look like a big nipple on the top. And then you fill it full of the saline stuff. Oh, yeah. And you squeeze. And you squeeze it through. Yeah. Yeah. She says, yeah. those are the best because you get more pressure. Oh. And it gets more out of there is her thing. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I think that's there's... what Tina uses. Tina uses one of those. She still says, you should go use your neti pot. Well, you know, you're already using something better. Oh, I guess I didn't do her voice today. Brian, you should go use your neti pot. Oh, man. You almost brought unbalance to the force, but you swore I did. Back. I know. By doing a different Tina voice accidentally. Yeah. Phew. We dodged a bullet, everybody. Um, <laughs> but anyways, is the point is, and there's me saying the point is, I'm trying to not do that anymore. I got, I got oh, things yeah. like that too, you know. I'm trying to cut down on. Yeah, we need to we need to police each other. You police me on the funny thing is, <laughs> yeah. and I'll police you on the point is. The point is, yeah, we need to call each other out. Have an animated gift pop up automatically every time it happens. Yeah. Um, anyway, so at the end of the day, I'm taking these stupid giant horse pills. <laughs> they're huge. Yeah, really. Um, they're so big. They got like I don't know, 25 point type on them. They're so big. Just huge pills, <laughs> but they're supposed to be kind of standard. Uh, <laughs> right. They're supposed to be standard. They're not bothering me. I'm not having yeah. any issues with them, or you know, any kind of sensitivities, and uh, should be good in a couple days. You know, it's good. a ten day run, but you know, she says within three, two, two, three days with a bad sinus infection, you should be seeing, you know, light of day. And I said, all right, thanks. And I did sleep pretty good last night. I couldn't really breathe very well, but I slept better. Good. I, I was all my paranoia, Brian, was that I was going to wake up yesterday get ready for that appointment and go, I feel better today. And if this is leaving me now and I, after all of this, right, right. It's oh. yeah, exactly. Now it's on its way out and you've, you know, expended all this energy and time and, uh, it's so irritated, but, um, but it wasn't, it got worse. So it was fine. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, uh, yeah, D- DJ Stangle. I'm not kidding. I wish I had them here. They're huge pills. They're like, maybe they just mm. g- generics are bigger or something. Let me see if I have a comparison. It's almost the size of this end of this cable dongle. Wow. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's like really? a great big not that like not that length, wide. But not the length but not the width. That yes, the length and and then the width is about the same as the length. But they're that big. Yeah, okay. If you wow. pictured that square, like half of that wide, that's yeah. how big it'd be. Jeez. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big pill. I'm a six foot three Ugh. guy. I I make big things seem small. If you know what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> I do. Hmm. Anyway, uh, hey Scott, I got to tell you, man, I lost. I lost the game. Uh-oh. The game we were oh, all playing. Oh no! No. Yeah, yeah. So Monday night, and I'll, I'll. People are like, "What game?" Well, I get to that, people. Uh, Monday night, Tina and Tristan and I went to this thing called Christmas in Color, and I, okay. I, I'm sure there are these everywhere, right? Because there's already two in Colorado that look, or in the Denver metro area. That already looked the same, but it is basically a a way of seeing Christmas lights, but still maintaining social distancing. Um, you're kind of experiencing the thing that you would normally do as like a group and go to some sort of like event to look at it, but you're you're self-contained. You're basically in a car, okay, in your own car, driving through a a little path that's made on a. Uh, 
um, uh, an open area thing. Like in this case, it happens to be a parking lot at Bandemir Speedway, the um, the local racetrack. Oh, those a are good huge, parking lots. Big parking lots. Huge lots. parking lot. Yeah. yeah. If there's one thing, um, hey, if there's one thing race fans like, it's cars mm-hmm. of their own. They really are big fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. They exactly. love that stuff. Yeah, they do. So it's it's like this whole big area mapped out, and then you're going through tunnels and through, um, quote unquote weeds and quote unquote light or you know or, or snowman or things like that, um, all lit up, all synchronized with an FM track that's constantly playing. So this constant FM, um. Uh, playlist is going on and it's all synchronized with these lights so as you go through this tunnel the lights are spinning and it looks like the tunnel is spinning around you you turn off your headlights you turn off your your daytime running lights all that stuff and just drive very very slowly as slowly as the person in front of you <laughs> through this thing and it's playing all i want for christmas is you brian by mariah carey the little drummer boy um uh, the the chipmunks and what's cool is they've got the the snowman and the Santa Claus have little um, LED mouths and they sing along or talk along with the songs. Uh, do you want to build a snowman, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Mm. Uh, if anyone is planning on going to one of these, check Groupon because you can save about twenty bucks. Mm. And the four of us in one car, we paid about twenty bucks to do it or eighteen, I think. Not bad. Um, That's good. No, it's. It's totally, you know what? I was thinking, oh, this is going to be lame. The kids wanted to do it. Yeah. I thought, oh, it's going to be kind of lame. I actually really got a kick out of it. And they did an amazing job with the parts of it that you drive through where the lights are almost acting in like a 3D kind of effect on your car. And it's mm. kind of cool. Mm. That sounds good. We have a thing here called, uh, is it the Parade of oh, Shit. I forget. It's some kind of something of lights. And it's a similar thing. You're in your car. It's mm-hmm. a bunch of old farm space mm, uh yeah. the point of the mountain and you drive through this thing is super pretty and all that i haven't done yeah. any of that this year i really probably ought to do some it's, of that it was actually you know i like i said i was thinking it was going to be really lame it was totally worth it with the group on if i paid the 40 dollars per car i don't know if i would have thought it was as worth it but um for the four of us 20 bucks totally totally great we went and got dinner afterwards uh, went back to that um, Golden Mill uh, dining hall, which was excellent. Really, really good. Nice. Very nice. And these However, dining halls are everywhere there for you. You guys got tons they of them. They are. There's like, they are springing up like crazy around me. Mm-hmm. There are. Must be succeeding. Four within a 15 minute drive of where I'm at or 20 a, minute drive. That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're great. It's, you know, much better food than you get with the Orange Julius Sabaro food court. <laughs> Although that sounds uh, all right to me right now, but I don't, that might be the kind of <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. That said, while I was driving through, sure enough, last Christmas, the Wham! version played. Oh, no. And I lost, I lost, I'm, I'm out, I'm out of the contest, Jerry. Yeah. Why am I getting? It's over. Brian walked in like Kramer and slammed his money on the table and I said, did. I'm out. I said, I'm out of the contest. Oh, man. I'm no longer the master of my domain. So yesterday when Kim and I were driving somewhere, she says, I'm flipping around channels and there was a Christmas channel. I go, you usually have this on this time of year. Why are you not playing me Christmas music? She goes, we're trying to win the contest, dear. <laughs> 
Like, this is perfect for you because you love the street games. This is a streak game. Yeah, How many days game. in a row can you go? I love a streak, dude. For real. Yeah. I just yeah, broke. Totally my, I just do. lost my um, my uh, sinus infection streak. It was 15 years. <laughs> I haven't puked in 15. It was almost the same time. The same year, actually. I, I could have sworn you've had another sinus inf- infection since we've done the show. No, I've been sick, but never, 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 never a, a full-on infection. infection. I did have bronchitis. Okay. Uh, yeah. Technically, that was 2013. So I have a streak with bronchitis. I haven't had it since technically 2013. it was 2013. How about non? Yeah. like non-technically was it another year? Or, uh... <laughs> well, and then the first time I got strep, and only time I've had strep was 2016. Yeah. Okay, so I'm all doing right. all right. You know, got a doing all right. Good yeah, run. so no sinus infection. Okay, all yeah. Right. So I'm going to see how much longer I can go. I still haven't puked. Do you think I'm going to puke this year, chat room? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh God, no! You're not going to puke this year. I got nothing to puke over. No, I'm exactly. I'm good. We're trying to avoid people anyway, no, so I'm not going to get we'll somebody's disease. We'll, we'll tackle that in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to try to make me puke in Vegas now. Damn it. <laughs> <It's> now the... <laughs> oh. Who needs a challenge coin? We have a new challenge. It's make Scott puke. Great. Can't freaking wait. All right. Uh, we're going to do something fun. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm excited about this. I am too. We got something we haven't told anyone else about. And normally it's going to be on Thursdays, so it's a little weird today because we're kind mm-hmm. of off a day, but... Let me play a little music and see what you guys think. Here you go. Ah, uh, that sound means only one thing. It's time for a brand new segment called Readamentals. And, and t- until we find a better name, I don't know. Maybe it's okay. Maybe it'll work. But uh, join us on the line, if you will. Red Fraggle, a.k.a. Amy, uh, joining us as she will each and every Thursday moving forward. Hi, Amy. How are you? Oh, I don't hear. Oh no! Well, there I we didn't, go. All I right, didn't, off to. A- I didn't test any audio ahead of time. I probably should have done that. <laughs> Shouldn't this be pronounced redimentals? Because a, she's red fraggle. Oh, that's not bad. And then you could still do R E A D. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, to keep it pronounced the same, but redimentals. Okay, I'm in. Uh, she's doing some. She's doing some muting, some unmuting. I can see it. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah, and still nothing. Don't hear anything. Checking. Checking. Nope. Nope. Amy, you there? Nope. I should. I. I mean, I always usually check these things before. I just didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we thought she was professional, I guess. (laughs) Bookeridis? Bookeridis. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that one rings rings as well. Hi, Amy, there? I see her mic muting and unmuting, but I don't don't hear. All right, here's what what we'll do. I'll pause for a second. The show will pause. Our room mic, but we'll take you. Yeah, we'll take you no matter how we get you. It's fine. I am on my roommate. I'm so mad. So I, I set everything up. I was, I have, I had my, my old voiceover mic and it's little house that I put it in to keep, you know, room noise out. I had my cans on and everything and I tested it out yeah. and I don't freaking know what happened. Well, you know, what's I, good. It's, this is what's good for so your now heart. I'm on my iPad and this is what, this is what we get. So this is what yeah, you're yeah. good. This is what's good for your heart is to have that happen in real time. And then, yes. and then know right. the kind of scramble you just went through. That is a real right. bummer. I exactly. apologize. Well, we could have worked it we'll, out before. We'll, but all, we'll all lay on our side so we can look at our video. Oh, there it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would play, I'd blame it on your producer, which in this case is me. And I didn't test anything beforehand. <laughs> so uh, don't feel bad. I, I plugged into Discord and everything, and I, I did the whole, you know, go to the settings and make sure, okay, yeah, I can hear my own voice coming back. And mm-hmm. I even, I, I called my husband on Discord and said, hey, you can. Yeah. Yeah. No, but Just, I don't know, whatever. Discord of new ideas. Plans. That's okay. Well, you know, having you on an iPad's better than not having you at all. So we're glad to have exactly. you. Exactly. That's what I figured. I was like, okay, this is right here. I'll just pop off and then 
pop back on. Well, so. to give us give us an idea <laughs> of the kind of reader you are before we give any recommendations, because um, I think that'd be interesting to people. You're obviously a big reader, yeah. but um, like I don't know, what do you enjoy? What's the what's the genres you end up spending most of your time in? Oh, well, that's a great question. So I read a lot of things like speculative fiction, science fiction, um, and fantasy things. Um, But I also do a lot of nonfiction, um, particularly if it's funny. Um, I I read a lot of things like the bloggers and stuff like that. But I'll save some of that because I have a whole list for for this segment. So I don't want to don't want to spoil too much. But sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean. I read lots of I read lots of stuff, and I actually end up recommending a lot of books um, to my husband that like a lot of people haven't read before, and he's like, "I've never heard of this book." And I'm like, "Oh, you gotta read it; it's great." So, um, you know, just just random stuff that a lot of people maybe haven't heard of. But Very today, cool. yeah. today is going to be a little more mainstream than that. People are probably going to be like, "Oh, I tuned in to hear this recommended. I've read it five times." But I thought I thought it was probably timely because it's a it's a it's a good recommendation for the holidays is um terry pratchett's Hogfather. Mm. oh what yeah. i wanted so to terry, terry pratchett day. i never read i i feel like an idiot because i've never read a Discworld book i haven't read any of his anything and everyone says you're an idiot you should be reading terry pratchett what's mm-hmm. wrong with you so I'm really glad to hear this. Okay, sorry. I've going. even gotten rec- recommendations from people saying, if you haven't read any Ringworld here's, or Discworld, here's where you start. And yeah. I still haven't done it. Yeah. Yes. Well, so I, it's funny. I'll actually, um, I'll see if I can, I can send Scott this, uh, this, this image that I have. There is, there is a, a recommended reading order for Discworld because a lot of people have that same problem that you were, you were having there, Scott, mm-hmm. where it's like, um, my husband included, you know, a lot of people are really intimidated because Terry Pratchett was so prolific. I mean, there are 41 novels in this world. Like, mm. it's a lot. It is. Yeah. And, um, and it can be very intimidating. And um, my husband had read, I think, the first the first first novel in the series, which is called The Color of Magic, yeah. and hated it, did not like it at all. Mm. And so when he and I started dating and he asked me, like, you know, what, what kind of stuff do you like to read? And I said, oh, I love Terry Pratchett. And he was like, really? As I don't. And I said, no, no, no. Don't read The Color of Magic. It's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> because even even Sir Terry Pratchett, when he was alive, recommended starting with the third book in the series, which is called Sorcery. Um, I think those first two books in the Discworld series, which are The Color of Magic and The Light Fantastic, they're kind of like the early Simpsons episodes. Oh, where okay. It's like season one. It's like a bad pilot and the first three episodes of any season of anything are kind of garbage in retrospect. That sounds Mm -hmm. like that's what. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like in those early Simpsons episodes, you know, they're very Bart centric. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was before they had figured out that Homer was was the money man. Right. Like Homer was where all the good (laughs) stuff was. They hadn't figured that out yet. And so same with Terry Pratchett. He hadn't figured out that death was actually the protagonist and shouldn't be the villain and so um and he's much more he's a much more interesting character um than you know Rincewind who is the the main character of those first couple of novels oh my gosh there's so many of these I just was looking on Goodreads are there really 83 that are either straight up Discworld novels or connected to Discworld like folklore backup novels and stuff like that that is a lot that's a lot oh yeah there's there are short stories there's illustrated novels there are Mm. 
there there are little kids books actually there's um there's one little kids book called where's my cow mm -hmm. which is hilarious i actually got it for my son when he was a baby and you know i used to read it out loud to him and it's it's it kind of goes along with a full novel um because one of the characters reads it to reads that same book to his son every night and and then like when he's in a situation where he can't get home in time to read it to him he starts sort of reciting it and going a little bit crazy it's really fun how, how but, meta yeah how very yeah meta. it is it's really it's really fun um but yeah there is a ton and that's what's great is if you if you get into some of the terry pratchett stuff even though sadly he has passed on there's plenty there's there is tons of stuff that you can you can get into and enjoy and yeah, there is a little bit of a reading order to it, and and there's some stuff that that it builds on itself plot wise, but you really don't have to get hung up on reading it in order. Mm. Um, it it you can jump in pretty much wherever, and he's gonna set the stage for it. He does a wonderful job of building the world, yeah. and um and it's it's a it's a really Discworld is a really great place to escape into. Hey, you guys, is there a cooler gift than a really great? band on your finger I say to you nay there is no cooler gift I freaking love a good ring Manly Bands helps men like me and many of you find wedding bands that fit their personality their budget and they do it all with unique and stylish designs can confirm wearing mine right now you start the process with Manly Bands by getting their Manly Ring Sizer to ensure that it will fit you perfectly during work and play very simple app approach. I really like that. Once you know your size, then comes the fun. And you get to choose from their wide selection of materials like gold, wood, steel, antler, even dinosaur bone. How cool is that? You can also choose from one of their many Manly Bands curated collections, such as the Jack Daniels Whiskey Barrel Collection. I know people who would love that for Christmas. Once you're selected or have selected your band, you get free shipping worldwide, a 30-day exchange policy, and a free warranty. I love mine. It's beautiful. And I went with like this cool tungsten thing. Uh, I, it's It just makes me seem cooler than I am. Uh, the color, the material, the quality, the customization was all really simple and fast. I really like it. You're going to like yours too. Or that significant other in your life will as well. So, to get 21% off your Manly Band or an upgrade, go to manlybands.com slash TMS or use promo code TMS at checkout. That's manlybands, B-A-N-D-S, dot com slash T-M-S or promo code T-M-S for 21% off your first manly band or an upgrade. You really ought to go do this. I'm not just saying that. I'm wearing it. One of my, one of my least favorite things in the world are, you know, top 10 or top 50 lists because generally speaking, you can't it's only going to work for whoever agrees with that list and everyone's got different opinions. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But according to the data on Goodreads, which is positive reviews versus negative reviews, Terry Pratchett's Night Watch, which is Discworld book 29. Um, oh, it's tied actually with City Watch number six. So so they're claiming episode, or, uh, book 29 and book six are the best books to get. And then they go down from there. You wouldn't recommend reading it in that order, right? That'd be weird because they don't stand I mean, alone in that way, or do they? 
Yeah, I mean, you, you. So, Night Watch is by far one of the best books in the entire series, for sure. Um, but I think you would. There's, there's a lot that you'd be. There's a lot you'd be missing. There's a lot of background on some of the guards' characters that you wouldn't necessarily get. You wouldn't understand why um, Sam Vimes, who is the the protagonist of Night Watch. You wouldn't necessarily get why he's motivated to do things the way he is yeah. if you haven't read the rest of the guards novels. So, um, yeah, I'll try. I'll see if I can send you this. Um, there's there's this great little Discworld reading order guide, and so maybe we can share it in the chat. Um, but I'll I'll send you that because it it is actually really good because it it breaks down Discworld is a whole bunch of worlds all in one. Um, so there's there are the series of witches. There's all the books about death, and death is a great character. Death is like if if Data were also the Grim Reaper. <laughs> okay, you know, like he's like fascinated with humans and and what makes humans humans, and almost to an unhealthy degree <laughs> because he, he's then also responsible for you know reaping their souls when they die. Um, and so it's, it's, it's a really, it's really entertaining. And if you've read Good Omens, it's, it's very, it's a very similar character to death in Good Omens. Okay. Um, Yeah. And I have read that and seen obviously the show. Um, and that was a collaboration between him and, um, Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Right. And I always wondered how much, because that's the only uh, Pratchett I've been exposed to. So I wondered how much of that was him or how much of that was Gaiman in tone and stuff. These Discworld game or games. I keep saying games. These Discworld. <laughs> you really want a video game, don't you? Yeah, I really do. do. Are there any Discworld games? Or probably. Man, not. I would love for there to be. That yeah. would be awesome. They've been, I've yeah. heard people talk about that forever. Like a, an MMO. Somebody should make an MMO based on Discworld, which could be mm-hmm. really cool. But, but anyway, would you say it's closer? Like, what's his style? Is it closer to like Douglas Adams, or is it closer to to? I don't know. I can't think of another Neil Gaiman. Or Neil Gaiman, or, yeah. Let's say that. Yeah. So you got Neil Gaiman here and you got Douglas Adams. Douglas Adams is all about irony, humor, satire. I mean, it's story and characters, but they're telling, you know, they're he's also teaching us something. It's philosophical in all those ways. And I mm-hmm. and in my head, I put Terry Pratchett in that category, but am I wrong to do that? No. Um I think I think you're you're spot on there. Like I I think it is hard for me cuz I read also a lot of Neil Gaiman. And I try every time I read Good Omens, which is kind of an embarrassing number of times, um, I find myself trying really hard to pick out which is which, like who wrote which part. And and I can't ever tell. Um, They did. And apparently they did so much the way that they wrote Good Omens. They did so much back and forth um, that it really all got very jumbled up in the end anyway. Um, So, cause they were, they wrote that when they, they were just two dudes messing around writing a book. You know, they weren't Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. So so they were, yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Um, So yeah, I would say that it's, he, he's Terry Pratchett's tone and whatnot. It's, it does lean a little more towards the Douglas Adams side. It's all very, he's got very tongue in cheek, kind of dry British humor. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and, and he, and there is kind of a, a philosophy involved, like for instance, Hogfather, which is the one that I was recommending for today. Um, it's sort of Discworld's takedown of, uh, of Christmas. 
Um, cause instead of, cause you know, everything has an analog in this world. It's not, it's not, none of the stuff is actually the same, but there's always an analog for it. Sure. Um, so, you know, in Discworld, they have Hogswatch instead of Christmas. And so kids leave out their stockings and like the Hogfather, who's literally like a giant pig in a Santa suit, comes <laughs> in and leaves them pork pies, you know, in their stockings. And, and nice. You know, and also clothes and our uh, toys. Is it bad and, that uh, I, pre- I, sound, I feel like I may prefer his, his version? It sounds, sounds all right. I know, right? It's yeah. great. And well, and instead of milk and cookies, like I think you leave out a, like a snifter of brandy mm-hmm. for the Hogfather. <laughs> I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm remembering that correctly or not. Nice. But, That's um, great. Yeah. So, so the Hogfather talks a lot about like the structure of and the importance of belief and and like kind of the power of belief and how how what you believe frames your reality. And so on Discworld, whatever you believe is real. Mm. So children who believe that there is a boogeyman under their bed, there is a boogeyman under their bed. Mm. Uh, and you know, so and then when we when we grow up, you know, it's we have to believe in the little things when we're little, so that when we grow up, we can believe in big things that don't really exist, like justice. <laughs> right exactly yeah. so wayne is it so is this i mean would you call it qualify this as science fiction qualify it as fantasy some kind of cross in between fantasy okay. definitely it's definitely fantasy right. um yeah because there's i mean there's magic and there's you know um you know in this world there's there are witches and wizards and and in fact wizards show up a bunch in hogfather and the wizards are really funny they're they're really goofy kind of bumbling characters. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's great. And, uh, you know, the like tooth fairies are flying around and things like that, but the tooth fairies are more like the postal service. Like there's not, there's not one tooth fairy. There's like a whole tooth fairy enterprise. Yeah. Are they, are they um, also so, all screwed up and everything's late right now? Or are they doing better? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I, I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, the, the tooth fairy. Oh, interesting. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, play a pivotal role. Yes. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. So there's, there's a shortage of tooth fairies. Yeah. Oh, there is and, a uh, there is a Discworld video game. Um, let's see, Discworld: The Trouble with Dragons, graphic adventure. So these were text based. Oh no, this is graphic. So it's more like a point and click thing. This came out in uh, like King's Quest kind of thing. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. I think kind of like that. Like Lucas the Arts. Yeah, good uh, comparison. Let's see. This is I'm trying to find a date. So it's older. I would I mm-hmm. would I just think maybe now's the time to approach that work with mm-hmm. uh you know modern ideas in mind i think they could really make something and i totally. know so little about it i just know that it's beloved by the fans people you know freak out about it but it's pretty crazy to hear people say don't read the first book of a famous series you yeah know? right oh yeah definitely no i mean like i say even even the author says uh just skip it like skip, the color of magic and the light fantastic Blah. don't just don't even bother why is that uh, do you think you just felt like he wasn't quite the writer he would be or what, what was the problem well, okay. So I can tell you my opinion um, because I read them both, and my opinion on it is uh, they were they would they still both had kind of like that Terry Pratchett quality to them, where there was the humor coming out. But I think he was laying it on a little too thick, and none of the characters you didn't really like any of the characters. Oh, um, those first good. two books had what back in the in the 
late 90s, early 2000s, remember how indie movies were trying to be really, really realistic to the point where by the end of the movie, you hated everybody in the movie. Kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't. And there was no, there was literally nobody to like in in a movie. And Mm -hmm. so I used to call that indie movie disease. And those first two Discworld novels kind of, for me, kind of suffer from indie movie disease. Like, I just don't like anybody in them. Um, And, you know, Rincewind is this wizard who's even more of a bungling idiot than the rest of the wizards in Discworld. And, um, but he can't, he can't cast any spells because he, like, this big giant spell that takes up his whole brain got stuck in his brain and but every time he almost dies the spell almost comes out and says itself and he escapes from death so he pisses death off a lot um <laughs> that sounds you know, like fun so, i think i think this sounds like a great time i'm i know I, somebody yeah. in the chat posted something about this and i looked it up on indb there is a hog father tv movie to come out no six i think it was a bbc thing Yes, um, and it's available on Amazon Prime, and it's actually really good. I've seen a couple of other Terry Pratchett adaptations that weren't so great, but yeah. it is really, really true to the source material, um, and and it's a really good watch. And it's you know, like I say, it's fun because it's it's all very holiday centric. It's got um, a great cast: Michelle Dockery, David Warner. It's got uh, seven point five on um, freaking what is this IMDb? I mean, that's pretty good. I don't know. I'm, I'm look. I'm sick of this crap. Kim's watching. Maybe I watch this. <laughs> yeah, that, I thought I was actually going to suggest that you know you could. That is a holiday thing that you would enjoy. That you could totally get Kim to watch, and yeah. it would be fun because yeah. it's it is it is holiday centric. It's got all the holly and jolly and other things that rhyme with Ollie. And uh, you know. <laughs> nice. I'm into it. I'm trying to see where it's available. Cool. Tubi, Acorn, Pluto, IMDb oh, she TV, said, uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, Prime yeah, has Amazon it? Prime, oh, you said Prime. Okay, cool. Oh, they don't show it on yeah. the... Just Watch doesn't have it on Prime, weirdly. But oh, weird. That, they could be wrong. They, they're wrong sometimes. I've noticed. I've had a few where it's like, wait, you said Alien 3 was here, and then it is there, but it's not on there. <laughs> and you know, and you were saying the first uh, The Color of Magic you can skip. What about... Did you see The Color of Magic uh, 2008 film with Tim Curry and Sean Astin? <laughs> what? I did. And oh, I guess it was a series. Okay. That's a weird. Sean Astin is such a weird choice for that character because yeah. he's supposed to be. He's so. All right. That's another problem with those first couple of stories is there's it's a little racist. Like, <laughs> oh, there's a, oh, great. like the, the character that Sean Astin is playing is this guy named Two Flower, and he's supposed to be like a stereotypical Asian tourist. Like huh. hey, that's the way he's that's the way he's written in the story is like he's got a giant what Discworld passes for a camera like cameras mm-hmm. don't exist in Discworld <laughs> but like you know it's a okay. it's a box yeah. with an imp in it who comes out and paints a picture you know that kind of thing and yeah. and and he's you know he wears loud Hawaiian shirts and he's you know so so Sean Astin was a weird casting choice for that mm-hmm. um, I think maybe they were trying to lean away from the fact that it was supposed to be a, a takedown of that stereotype and um but I don't know I that one didn't work for me um because hmm. a I mean you would think it would because it didn't stick very closely to the source material it was a lot of stuff where I was like that didn't happen in the book hmm. um 
which you would think would make it better, but yeah. because well, I well depends on I which direction they go. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's see if we can make something that's worse than the first couple bucks. Yeah, Great. that's true. Right, but you yeah, don't think yeah. it's a problem. You start with three and you're good. You don't need to do anything else, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, and I, I sent you, and I don't know if you can see in the Discord. Um, there's the this this reading order. It, it like it looks like a, you know, like a role playing games map. You know, <laughs> but. Mm-hmm. But um, but it is really great, and you can. There's a whole series on the guards, and you can follow them. And I mean, I gobbled up all the guards books one night after the other. Wow. Um, and they're fantastic. The first Discworld novel I ever read was actually Thief of Time, and it's like right in the middle. Um, doesn't you know? I didn't follow that whole path or anything, and I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm into this. Um, and, uh, you know, so, and I really enjoyed that. Small Gods is also really good. Small Gods is one, if you're really into the whole philosophy of things, yeah. um, that one is a really good one to read because it's less, it's less about the tongue in cheek humor and more about like making you think about, um, kind of, again, the power of belief and how, if, you know, if somebody believes something, then for them, it is really true. Yeah. A disc world's like flat earth. It's like a flat earther. People are into the flat it earth. Totally is, yeah. You, be, you believe yeah, it hard I mean, enough. Yeah. yeah, like disc world is <laughs> a flat earth, and and in fact, the part of the plot of Small Gods is that there is a there's this like heretic sect that believes that the earth is round. Yeah, it it just turns that whole that whole thing on its. On its ear. Well, I love it. Um, I'm I've been meaning to for years. It's time to do it. I think I think it's finally mm-hmm. time uh, to uh, to maybe pick those up. And I'll start with like you. If you're suggesting three, I'll be just begin there and go from there. Right? That's how I should do it. Yeah, I mean that's that was what Terry Pratchett suggested. Now I think you know you can pretty much pick up any of these books from wherever and they, he does a pretty good job of introducing you to everything. Mm -hmm. Um, so you, you can't really go wrong, but if you want to start, uh, Terry Pratchett suggested starting with the book sorcery. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but that one, again, that's got rinse wind and it's kind of, I don't like rinse wind as a character. I love, I love the watch novels, Scott. I think you will really like like the guards novels, like the watch novels. So if you want to start with that, yeah. Um, you could start with guards, guards, and they are kind um, of standalone. I don't have to self-contained, know stuff. self-contained. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. They're all they are all like self-contained stories. I mean, they the, the character development continues throughout the novels, but yeah. you know, you certainly don't have to. You know, it's it's not where you know they don't leave you on a cliffhanger. They they wrap every he wraps everything up. Oh, good. Well, I can't so, be having no cliffhangers yeah. anymore in my life, so I'm I'm dead. <laughs> uh, well, great. Um, that's that's awesome. Uh, anything else you want to mention today? Um, yeah. So if you want to, uh, you know, you got a few more days. I can probably if anybody wants to order some peepers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from peeperspuppets.com. All right. Um, yeah. I, have a, I have a few more days where I can I can actually probably get them to you if you if you perfect order stocking stuffer. Yeah, that's very they good. are a perfect stocking stuffer. Little handheld puppets. Um, yeah, I'll see. You Maybe know what I else can... is good? Amy's a good follow on TikTok. So if you're on TikTok, go search for Red Fraggle. I think it's just Red Fraggle three again on TikTok. Right? Yeah, I think I'm Red Fraggle three on TikTok, and um, I'm actually about to start a new a new series on TikTok where. Um, a puppet and I do uh, a reading of a hashtag that I created years ago called Chuck Says Weird Stuff. Oh, very um, nice. Because 
My husband is really good at saying things that sound really strange out of context. Yeah. And um, so I just type them up and put them on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go back years later and they're really funny because I don't remember the context. <laughs> That's great. Um, that sounds so right. I'm going to, I'm going to start a TikTok series called Chuck says weird stuff where a puppet and I sit there and, and read his old Chuck says weird stuff. I love it. I love so. it. That's great. That's very cool. Uh, well, all right then. Uh, we're really glad to be doing this with you. It's fun. I like books. Thanks, thanks Bo- for having me. I'm, I'm, and I, you know, between now and next week, we'll see if I can get my audio straightened out. Yeah, we'll figure all that out. I didn't. I mean, yeah. I probably should have anyway. I just didn't think about it. I was too excited about having you on, and then we just skipped over the tech, <laughs> the whole technical process. Yeah, no making kidding. sure it'll work. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's been uh, great having you on. Next week we'll do it again. It'll be Thursday this time, everybody. And if uh, any of you out there have books you want to throw at us or uh, recommendations that we can throw past Amy before we do shows and that sort of thing, let us know. Uh, the morning stream at gmail.com. Amy, have a fantastic weekend. Thanks, you too. Bye. See you, Amy. All right. That's cool. Very I good. like it. I'm into books. Good segment. I like it. Yep. I got book. I, all my favorite things get talked about on the show. Books, comic books, movies, TV. What else can I... What Video games. What else mm-hmm, do I need? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and, and Thursday's quickly turning into highbrow, right? Like it's books and therapy. Yeah, very highbrow. <laughs> supposed to comic books and making shit. Yep. <laughs> think of think of Amy as the waiting room where you're reading some awesome book and then you go and then they say, Wendy's ready for you. And then you get up and you go and get your therapy. <laughs> and then at the end we say, I'm sorry, our time is up. Oh, but I'll bill you $300 for that hour. All right. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm going to play a mashup. How about that? Yes, sounds good. How about that? We're going to finish things out today with a rad mashup from our friends, uh, or our friend rather, TMS Mashups, Jamie Brand, who made this thing, and uh, it's called Undocking Your Elk. This is a B-I-I, which stands for... Hold on, Brian Ibn Impersonation. Oh, there we go. Oh, good. Brian, you excited? This is you, man. I am excited. Well, I'm excited and nervous, because sometimes I hear those and think... uh, uh, who the hell is that supposed to be? Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah. But here it is now. And I imagine the listeners really think that. Some of them, but most of them are wrong. So here's you <laughs> doing a bunch of those. Enjoy. It's Brown Beard here to board my ship and That's take right. my booty. Step aside, I've come for your booty. How are you doing there today? My name is Colin Bryan. Ah, uh, you put an O in the middle. Today. Colin O'Brien. The O stands for orgasm. No, I don't know what it would be. <laughs> the big O. The big yes. O. The big O'Brien. Yeah. Yeah, you're coming in. Yeah, you got you. It's not yeah. at the courthouse, though. Use, it's over here. We need you to be at the courthouse at <laughs> 9 o'clock. You better bring a piece. But. I don't know if he was pretending to be a badass or something. <laughs> I couldn't tell. It's pretty bad. It was a badass little pistol he had there. We were on him. Press back. Tell us, shut there was no safety button. <laughs> hey, Marge, guess how many boobs I saw today? 13. <laughs> My player's card, I can't get it out. Let me pull harder. No. Oh, no. Oh, look at your wieners growing under the bubbly water. I can't believe that Hugh Hefner would pay to be put next to Marilyn Monroe. What a dick. Oh, I was starting to chafe, so I had to get Alfred to come pick me up. <laughs> yep, that red squirrel come behind running on the family and running all the way up to the front. You damn squirrels always ride riders. Speaking of Mike Judge. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me come up do. with some Kiss-branded flash drives. Oh, this is a great idea, Gene. Let's get on this. Why haven't we done this before?
for? What is the flash drive anyway? What is it? I'm Paul Stanley. You were so busy wondering if you could. You didn't even stop to think if you should. Ah. You are, you are going to have really a hairy deer on this uh, dinosaur tour. That Ariel. Uh, yeah, she had seashells. But only when she's got legs. Yeah. Not when she's half fish. Yeah, yeah. I don't like half fish, but she got seashells on her boobies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why Except is it? she doesn't know what a fork is. <laughs> Ooh, good poll. I forgot about that bit with the fork. Uh, yeah, yeah, Satan protected me from, from catching COVID. <laughs> why are they cutting his antlers and not the thing? What? It would have fitted off? It wouldn't off? have fitted off, says Claire Gack. What does that mean? English, please. Look. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have fitted off. <laughs> Undunk your elk! <laughs> so stupid, <Steven's> God. <laughs> oh, great as usual. That was awesome. Nicely oh, my God. Done. Oh, half Some of shit. those just kind of generic, uh, makes me feel better, right? When they're not mm-hmm. supposed to sound like a certain person. I mean, my, as JK Grammar, my Jeff Goldblum always devolves into Jimmy Stewart. I need to yeah. need to figure out the, the secret sauce that separates the two because they are very similar. Maybe you start out as Jimmy Stewart and it evolves into Oh, Jeff look at you. Like, yeah. like turn it around the other way. That's yeah. right. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's oh, life mm. lesson. Life lesson learned, everyone, right now. <laughs> That's right. Wow. Uh, well, we've done a show and you've all been here. Thank you for being here. Sorry about the weird up and off things this week. We had the COVID test. It's all me. Brian's fine. Brian did nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had, my, other than I had my butt examined last week and that was, uh, we missed a show for that, but that's it. Yeah, mine was just a, it's always boring. I know most people do morning things. I know that's how appointments work. I get it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and we're weird because we do this thing and whatever, but. <coughs> Most people take their their lunch break or whatever, but not not us. We make a show in the morning. Anyway, uh, we're glad to have done it. Don't forget. Uh, normally, this PM edition of the show is only available for patrons on Fridays. So, if you want to be a part of that, you got to go to Patreon.com/slash/TMS. Think of this as a a free little taster today. Ooh, little taster sample yeah. sample free sample. sample. You want free sample? You want free sample? How long's that chicken been on that plate? No, no free sample. Okay. <laughs> anyway, if you want part of that, you gotta go to patreon.com slash TMS. There's no other way to do it. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Brian, uh Grand Tradition says we need to go now and you have to play a song. What is it? We do. Um one quick thing before we go, uh in about half an hour, because it's always after TMS PM, uh I've got Guess the Connection, big Big prize, couple of Funko Pops, still mint in box. I'm going to be Ooh. giving away today because nice. uh, this this one's a challenge. This one is going to be very difficult. So if somebody gets this, they're going to be earning a really good prize. So that'll be um, in about half an hour at uh, uh, at uh, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Forgot where my channel was. <laughs> twitch.tv slash Coverville. That happens. It's all good. Okay, now let's get to this. Yeah. Daryl in Ohio wrote in said, Hello, Scort and Byron. Ew. December 3rd marked my 10-year anniversary with my wonderful, beautiful wife. I hope the tadpole will help us celebrate with many more years to come and enjoy this amazingly raucous cover of the Magnetic Field song 100,000 Fireflies performed by the masters of using guitar feedback as a note. Super Chunk requesting this song for... A Monday show because Dunaway, Bill, and Steven are my favorite. Oh, sorry. Mm. Major spoilers for president 2024. Hashtag. Wow. Uh, okay, Daryl in Ohio. Well, guess what? I didn't. I'm playing it today, and, and I hope uh, 
<laughs> Hope you like that. Yeah. Uh, this is a, so. Congratulations on your anniversary and your ten year anniversary. I guess that is the Firefly anniversary. Here is a hundred thousand fireflies, originally by Magnetic Fields. This is from Super Chunk. show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com what kind of a deal what kind of a deal <laughs>